lovers. So what you may or may not know now, thank you to my Instagram blowing your feeds and your livelihoods up, is that I had a table set up at a really cool festival that happened here in Nashville, Blended. It brings together wine, live music, great performers, um, and it hits up other major cities as well. So yes, we were there, boots on the ground, okay? No time to kill, interviewing a ton of the people on site, influencers, different vendors, a couple artists, etc. So what you're going to see in this episode is a little compilation of people aforementioned talking about this sort of culture clash happening in country music in places like Nashville. The idea that I explored in my recent Brittany Aldean, Maren Morris episode, right? So without further ado, let's get into this feast. Let's get into that. All right, everybody, just pay attention, listen up, okay? Because I am with the front woman, Danny of Honey County. And girl, before we get started, just shake what your mama gave you. They okay, yes. Like it is a sexual moment. Also, Danny, nothing gets more cancel me, baby, than being in an interview in a parking lot with RVs because my show is all like what you see is what you get, take it or leave it, no filter. So I love that. Here we are. So Talk to me. Obviously, a big conversation right now is women in country music breaking the mold. We know traditionally it's been like the white man game. Like, we know that, right? So here's my thing. I feel like actions speak louder than words. I don't like to hear women, like, complaining about it. I like to see them walk in the walk and strut in the strut like you. Like, example, Stevie Nicks is an idol hero of mine. And I love that meme that's like, nothing is more feminist than Stevie Nicks singing about how much of a piece of shit her ex is with him playing behind her, right? So talk to me about that, like, experience here being a front woman in country music in Nashville and what it's like for you. Honestly, there's so many times that I hear people talk about, you know, it is tough being a female in country music, but Which I can understand. I right? under I understand that, but I, I seriously don't feel like it's any harder for me than any other guy out there because we're all doing the same thing. We are all competing for the same spots and I think the best thing for all of us to do is actually raise each other up, support each other. And just to be there because there's, it's a funny thing when you, when you do it for long enough, like I have, um, mm-hmm. you realize that there's enough love to go around for everyone. And once you're, you accept that and you start to help your friends, maybe this connection doesn't work for you, but it can work for a friend of yours. Maybe it could work for somebody you just met. Once and you do that, don't you think that having that mindset versus kicking and screaming, like helps us move forward even more versus dwelling on the fact that like, yes, traditionally it has been men and like, 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 like I said, walking the walk, right. Puts you in a better mindset than like dwelling on what was, I guess. Absolutely. I for sure feel like the more that I put into this and what I do and the more that I'm visible and seen in, you know, a festival like blended, or if I'm at stagecoach or whatever, if I'm out there, I'm giving it my best. And it doesn't matter how many people are in the audience and, or if there's like, you know, five people or 10,000, I'm still putting on the same show. I'm still giving the same responses and I'm still working just as hard as the next person. You know, and the thing is like music is the ultimate unifier. Like 
I have seen that here more than anything. It shouldn't even be about like gender races that yeah, our culture makes it about that, right? They'll be like, how come X amount of women aren't nominated for this X amount of thing? Like, what is your take on all that? And again, should it just be like, who cares? Like, let us do like perform our art and do what we do, right? I feel like if, if people were judging it and, and judging it from a pure place and really giving each each artist, you know, some sort of artistic value um, based off of, you know, different credentials or criteria, and it was coming from an even and level place, I feel like for sure that that that's how things would go. But unfortunately, sometimes that's right. not how it is. So rather than dwell on what isn't, you can only control let's, the future. Let's change it. Let's keep, take it in our own. Take let's the bull by the ball. Let's, right? let's take it in our own hands. Yeah. And and every time I speak with any sort of female country artist or any artist who's younger than me or is brand new to the business, I'm always like, walk into that meeting like you're already there. Like you have the job. Oh, walk into you- that interview like you're already on top. On the flip side, have you gotten good intel from more established country music women and is it competitive women can be competitive or is that a healthy competition I think it's a healthy competition because we always try to make ourselves better if we can evolve together like let's say Maren Morris puts out a new record what she recently did when you listen to the production you're like that is amazing she's just continuously setting she's resetting the bar she's resetting the things that we listen to and it Mm -hmm. makes us think differently it makes us react differently and I I love that I love that about every single female artist that I do listen to even Carly Pierce's last record was phenomenal and I love Lizzo is a great example she's not in country music but she sets the bar so high for females and I gotta give it to her she owns that shit like she regardless of like and she doesn't care what she says she owns it she literally gives zero you know something interesting that you said is how I compete just as much with my male counterparts and you made a comment like I've been doing this a long time now you seem like an entrepreneurial creative after my own heart talk to me about that because if you guys aren't in Nashville like you are lined up with bars one after the other and people are playing their hearts out men women so talk about like what the grind has been like and that idea that like men women were all out here on the same grind it's amazing to be in Nashville because the talent pool here is like they set the bar high y'all you set it real high so when we go around and like I could just be out with some friends or some people in town visiting and I'll walk downtown and like it's not like people are like, let's go do karaoke. But you're listening. You're like, what is that Carrie Underwood? Or no, is exactly. That you don't know. Exactly. But the talent is so amazing here. And what I think really sets women apart from men or other women or other binaries, it, it doesn't matter. It's your work ethic. And when you have yeah, the work period. ethic to go after things, you could be a man or you could be a woman. But if you have the work ethic and you are pleasantly persistent and you continue to go after what you believe in and what is true to you as long as you believe it and you think you're doing it for you know the the right reasons then then you should be fine I think and like but there's so much hustle that goes into it and sleepless nights and grind I'm sure there's sleepless nights and grinds but we all do it right it's part of everything and I girl we're trying we're trying our damnedest I really do believe what sets us apart is our is our work ethic and that and that's the difference and it doesn't matter 
what gender you are. I always say I don't want anything handed to me because I'm a woman. I want to show up and be better yeah. <laughs> in the competition. Um, so lastly for you, you bring up Mara Morris, obviously mm-hmm. the whole Mara Morris, Brittany Aldean thing, right? I just think like, let's look at it from a bird's eye view. I think it's really interesting how here in Nashville, I talk about this on my show, like the clash of ideas. Mm-hmm. Like again, the traditionalists with like the new and up and coming wave. How do you see it playing out? And what is that like experiencing it like here on the ground in Nashville, right? It's great. It's different. She brings in new elements to her music. She brings in um, different uh, sounds and different feelings because music is all about feelings, right? So whenever, I mean, for me it is. Because when I hear different sounds, when I hear new songs, when I hear certain words, I'm like, this is so epic. And it inspires me just to be better as a musician and as an entrepreneur. And talk to me lastly about your outfit because what makes you, like, in the beginning I was joking, like, shake it, shake what your mama gave you. But I think that there's something to be said about, like, how we present ourselves on stage, off stage, like, the sex appeal, all of it, right? Like, tell me how it makes you feel. I cannot take credit for this outfit. I'm wearing it, yes. But my best friend is a costume designer. Her name is Miranda Nichols Persico. And... She literally put this together, and then also you have to check out the fringe. Can you can you go down? Of course the we can. Always the yellow boots. Oh, there's also I'm so sorry, Miranda. I was supposed to be wearing these because these are like little. That's okay. Things. We can yes. So I'm gonna literally post it on TikTok and be like, who wore it better, me or Big Bird? And we're gonna see. Uh, you. There's no competition. And how does it make you feel? Like I said, like you go up there. I am J Lo. Right now. I feel like J-Lo. I mean, I can't dance like J-Lo. J-Lo, I love you, but I can't dance like you. Listen, you got the hair curls, like the bedazzles, the all of it. Like, got it going on. And I wish you all the best. And I so appreciate you. your grinds and all you're doing. And, like, break, breaking that mold, you know? We break the molds together. Yeah. Let me know if you need anything. I got you. Uh, see, how, see how it goes? This is how it works. Do you see? This is how it works. Danny, thank you. Thanks, walking girl. the walk. Walking. The boots are made for walking, okay? Walk away. <laughs> exactly. All right, everybody, I am here with Erin Cooper, and we were just talking, she's just getting introduced to Selfie Stick interview life, and we were saying how we look like the witches of Eastwick, basically, before this, like, we just look really special. Well, the humidity of Nashville and the rain prior doesn't help with that, but you look absolutely stunning with your party pony. You know what, Erin, we, there, we, let's give them the whole, oh, so, so there. So Erin here is a host, top 40 radio station here on the ground in Nashville, Hot 106.7? Absolutely. Yes, girl. You know, Miss Erin, we are in the world of broadcasting, and given that the show is called Cancel Me Baby, are you guys, and you know, Hot 106.7, I assume it's corporate. On the inside, do you guys have to watch what you say? Are you careful given this climate? I can honestly say after being a news reporter and working for a large, large corporate organization, I have never felt more free than I do working with Hot 1067. I have the most incredible mentors. I'm being completely real with you. You can you can cancel me if you think that I'm not, but I am being so real. No, she's real. <laughs> We're gonna keep her around. Yay! I I love my team. I am actually so so blessed to the point where I feel guilty some days where my mentor Joe Breezy tells me be you. We want you to be you. Don't change anything about yourself. I want you to be you when you're on your show. Cancelable moment, but shout out to Joe Breezy and the men mentors. You know, they are good ones out there. They're not all Harvey Weinstein, okay? So, we are in, I talked about this on my show, my first show here in Nashville, okay? We are in, I feel like, an epicenter of culture clash. As you know, being in entertainment, the red versus the blue versus the woke versus the traditionalist. Talk to me about that girl being in the mix of it, talking to these artists. I'm sure 
sure both all fall on both sides. What has that been like? Honestly, again, I'm very grateful for my time working as uh, a news anchor, news reporter, um, because you have, it is literally your duty to be neutral. And I had to tell stories and get both sides of the very uh, diverse coin, we'll put it, because uh, I was a news anchor at the, the height of the pandemic, the height of the George Floyd protests, the height of the election, literally all at the same time. And so I had to learn how to balance that, how to take my own, you know, it's not about my opinions. I'm a storyteller. And so I'm here to tell your story without judgment, without my input. So if you tell me something, I will give you the platform to say it without my own influence or my own opinions because at the end of the day even working in music and entertainment i am a storyteller for the fans for the artists it is your story not mine we need that now more than ever like unfiltered opinions i don't care if i agree or not lastly for you obviously like an example right is the Marin morris britney aldean thing that just happened right here in nashville um and a lot of articles are talking about like Things like this are going to happen more and more. Country music is going to be ripped apart. Like, again, like the woke progressives versus, like, the conservative traditionalists. Where do you land on it, and where do you see, like, happening with that? I would say uh, even in the short – I've lived in Nashville for about a year. Okay. And I would say in the short time that I have lived in Nashville, even the progression of more of, like, a – an openness of country music, the, the more inclusiveness of the sounds, of the faces, of the styles, that has drastically increased, I guess we'll say. I was at the, uh, I was on an award show for country music not too long ago, and it was like nothing I'd ever seen, where we had an all-black group performing on stage, and we had, you know, so many more people of color performing country music. And I think it's fantastic. I think if you have a story, again, if you have a story to tell, why limit why, who's why, involved? Exactly. Have the story be told. If you're not hurting anyone, if you're not hurting yourself, tell the story. I saw a story that was giving crap to the Grammy, like the Recording Academy, or maybe it was to CMA's one organization, because they nominated Morgan Wallen for Entertainer of the Year. I personally obviously feel like people are human. Let them be artists. Let them bring what they want to bring into the world. Where do you think about like something like that, right? Separating the artist from being a person is one of the hardest things I to do. Know. And I severely struggle with that because I love people. And I'm a very real person and I think I'm a nice person. And I am very passionate about the artists that I like. And so if an artist does something in general that I'm not, you know, super stoked about it's hard for me to be like oh well how do I feel about their work and there's I don't know if there's a right answer for that because it's like at the end of the day if you like their music should you not like it anymore I mean there's other ways you could support them or not support them right like monetarily okay maybe you don't you know pay for whatever or like buy their merch but you know if their song if their song comes on shuffle and it's a song that makes you happy you know, are you going to skip it for the rest of your life? Because you have, well, no, because like people have memories and very special things associated with music and with songs. And it's up to you to decide if something that person does at a different point in time, if that's going to affect it. And hard, especially yeah. now. It's yeah, hard. it's very, very hard. I struggle with it. I don't even I, do I don't too. even have a straight answer for you because it kind of just depends. It, it, absolutely. Even with actors, sometimes I'm like, can I see this sa- them the same on screen? Like, yeah. time will tell. Exactly. Uh, Aaron, thank you so much, my little oh, cupcake. Can I get Real? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yay. Thank you.
so much. I will, I will turn this off. Giving women in broadcasting Yay. in Nashville all of it a good name. And it's, it's such an honor to, to be on, on your show. I love seeing you do your own thing. We love oh, MMJs like yourself out here yes. doing it. So thank you for doing Listen, what you do. If I always say, like, if someone isn't going to hand you the opportunity, you got to just carve it and do it yourself. Do it yourself. Period. That's, That's the only, only way. If this isn't MILF, if this isn't Nashville, let me explain why. The bedazzled boots, like we got the jacket. Nothing is, bitch. I'm with Jody Slavin. Jody is an influencer of all influencers, but you're special. You're not like the others. You're not. You're not like the others. You think influencers get paid for political points, whatever messaging, and like they pass it off as real? Because half the time, I'm like, do you believe this shit? Oh, definitely paid. I know it is. Because <laughs> I was offered it first, and asking how. I will pay you. What's your price? I think it's a not lot real. Of people are uneducated, and that and is my issue because our future depends on this, and that's not okay. I think that little kids should get to learn about government in school, but not races. And it's like, and, and not it's not, it's not a racing so, history. I just feel so. Like, no CRT for you, Jody. Not a CRT fan. So I just feel I like Jody getting all philosophical at the wine fest. We're here I for. I feel it. like you should be able to, you know, the past is the past. But I also feel like they shouldn't be teaching it because it's a repetitive behavior and it's a taught behavior. Racism is taught. And they're teaching that in schools by saying, oh, we were enslaving people and we were doing these things. It's important to educate and acknowledge. I say this all the time, but like, I don't like the idea of like, what happens, what happens when it, when the backlash, when like little white kids think that they're supreme and little black, black kids think that they're less than or with women. Like what happens when little boys think that they're supreme and little girls think that they're less than like, Like, I don't like that. have always been taught that like we make class especially in marketing like we are trained to think oh it's okay like we're supposed to stay home but that should never be a thing it should be individual like we should autonomy yeah are you a conservative i am what i believe is right she's like but no pun intended no so i'm not necessarily any right or left way i just believe in not pushing your values on other people through a social platform and paying, if they're willing to pay me whatever I want, what are they paying celebrities? It's so not about right or left. It's just about being a good person and like sharing kindness. And something I say on my show all the time, common sense. It is common sense. Common sense. Just be a good person. It's easy. Common sense has landed in Nashville, everybody. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, Twisted Sisters in the house. Okay, so we are here at Blended Fest and I am in the presence of two fellow entrepreneurs, baby. So, Twisted Sisters, first of all, show off your branding because that bottle is genius, all right? And here on my show, we get into the nitty-gritty. Like, we get into things people talk about behind closed doors. So, oh, they're like, we're in the wine business. Okay, we're ready for it. So, I've interviewed a lot of movers and shakers in media and entertainment thought leaders, journalists. And black friends of mine, journalists, they talk a lot about the need, right? We'll talk about like BET. 
is it separating black people? Is it necessary, right? And a lot of the times they'll say, we need this because we need to make our own platform. Yeah, right. How do you feel about that? Because I noticed on your branding, in your in the 10 here, it said minority-owned business. Talk to me about that and how where you land and the importance of that. Yeah. Well, one key thing, and she'll hit on it too, is this is a multi-billion dollar industry, and there's not a lot of small women and minority-owned businesses in this industry. It's less than 1%. So at the end of the day, how do you begin to get a piece of this large Five. Yeah, it's like you have to pay. That's like me doing this. It's like no one's going to hand you shit. Exactly. So you have to make it yourself, right? Now, on the flip side of that, something I'm outspoken about as a woman, entrepreneur, listen, we know that men have been dominating a lot of businesses. But I don't like the victim mentality of a woman as like, men, my, the way I see it, it's like get up in there, ask for the raise, start your own business. Talk to me about that, again, like how you see it and your experience with it in the liquor business. Well, in a heavily saturated market, we decided to brand ourselves, and Twisted Sisters is all about minority women, and we're veteran-owned as well. So a lot of companies that are owned by women or men, they're not veteran-owned, and we're the first woman-owned company that produced a bourbon barrel-aged red wine blend. So we are one step up from the others. Um, daring to be different, always creating our own path. That is Twisted Sisters. Okay, first of all, thank you for your service. Veteran, bourbon, entrepreneur, carving your own path. Like, are you me and a black woman? Like, are we actually the same person because you just spoke to my soul? Okay. Yes, I'm trying to listen. We're breaking barriers, and that's what Twisted Sisters is all about. Talk to me, though, about, I feel like, and I talk about this on my show, like, all the buzzwords that now have lost their weight, right? Like, even, like, minority-owned or woke, right? All these things. Talk to me about that because do you feel like you come up against that in your branding? Um, because now it's like people have, like, ruined all these words because they toss them around so much that it makes people be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that it still matters, you know? So I know you can hear a word over and over and you become, I guess, indifferent. But it still matters to support small businesses because a lot of us cannot get funding. We have raised all of the money to even have this business. And because we care about it so much, that's why we're so committed to it. And one thing in particular, and we always like to call out our friend Shayla, because these are us on the label. She wanted us to start a business, and she passed in 2020, but her estate is still part of the brand, and that's why we pushed so hard. We wanted to be successful, because it's about that ongoing generational wealth that will live beyond us. I love that you read my mind. That's exactly where I was going to go with this, is like, again, going past the buzzwords, getting into the nitty-gritty. You talk about generational wealth, and I love that. I want people to know, you know, I know for me as a journalist in entertainment, obviously what I do is provocative. It's outside the box, and I'm used to rejection all the time. Like, you talk about obstacles, right? And my listeners know about that. But talk to me about obstacles you ladies face. You talk about funding, but things that we wouldn't necessarily, oh, they're like, let me just get my scroll. 
that we wouldn't know about, you know? Listen, like she said, we are bootstrapping. It is so hard for us to get funding. So because this market is heavily saturated, no one cares that you're woman-owned. So we have to go outside of the norm, outside of the box, and really use those keywords that will get people saying, oh, wait, let me pay attention. Bourbon barrel age, red wine blend, veteran-owned, minority-owned, local to Nashville. So those are important key elements that we try to push to get funding. I have to ask you this as my lip gloss is creating a mustache. I really don't know what's happening. It's really an aesthetic. Um, My last question for you, given that my work is in pop culture, um, as a vet, how do you feel about professional athletes when they kneel, national anthem? How does that make you feel? I mean, everybody has their own um, opinion on the matter. Me, myself, not only being African-American, but a veteran, you really have to hone in on what your beliefs are. If that's what you choose to do, that's on you. Um, With me being a veteran, I do have um, a belief in what we stand for as a country. Freedom. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing for me, freedom. But outside of the other things, we still have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. So I do understand, you know, what the athletes are doing when they're kneeling. You know, I land similarly. I always say, I, I'm a free speech gal, clearly. That's what yeah. my show's all about. It's yeah. like, say it, I don't have to agree. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily agree, mm-hmm. but... I respect their right to do it, right? It's free expression. Lastly, you girls are from, not, I don't know if you're from, but I know you're based here in Nashville. Yes, I'm from Nashville, local. Okay. Nashville gal right here. East Nashville. So something, I've only been here two weeks, and something I find really interesting in culture, in media, is the clash of ideas. Everyone's like, Nashville's a blue dot in a red state, Right. They're both like, yes, that's why we need Twisted Sisters wide, okay? Talk about that, experiencing that. Has it gotten, like, worse over the years? Um, You know, and even how it pertains to your business, how you message, how you market, right? The market you're trying to get, being in such a clash, crazy place. I'll let Algacy answer yeah. that because she's from Birmingham. I'm from so Birmingham. Yeah. So definitely, I feel like Nashville is becoming to becoming a melting pot. Yeah. So even like how you mentioned you moved from Cali, like we see a huge influx of people that are not local that are helping Nashville to become more diverse. Yes. But you're saying, to your point earlier, it's still a small city in a large state, right? So how do you get that same kind of moving towards the future across all of Tennessee so that, you know, small women, veteran, minority, all of those things are celebrated across the entire state. You know, I feel like Nashville is very inclusive and we have a lot of support here. And even our demographic is primarily women, but it's women of all ethnicities, you know, between the ages of 35 all the way up. You know, so we are really about women across the board because we understand that being female is not easy. You know, it's definitely a challenge. But it's also the best. I always say, like, dudes, I love you, but you're missing out. Um, Ladies, the way I'll wrap this is everything that you're about, it is a really divisive time. But first of all, who can't get behind, like you said, women-owned business, you know, minority-owned business, carving your own path, and bringing people together and wine and, wine. and music yes, like listen, how do you not like those are things
things to me, no matter how divided, like how do you not get behind those yes, things? Right, yes. right. And that's what we feel like wine brings people together just to have a good time. Like it doesn't matter your race, what sex you want to be, whatever. You can be whoever you want. You just yes. are a person who wants to have a great time. Yes. And as long as you can legally drink, right? Gotta hit all the points. Twisted sisters, thank you girls. And I wish you all for one entrep- entrepreneur woman carving their path to another hats off to you thank you oh my gosh you girls i'm excited to try it i gotta get a bottle and support all right giddy up and yeehaw bitches because i have such a treat for you okay and my slick back morgan wallen mullet is made up by this beauty i'm with Brittany moya we have a lot to discuss here at blended festival okay she is a woman entrepreneur we love to see it okay she has her own line rock me up cosmetics and the bitch is born and bred in la la baby so you know she has seen some shit I've been in it. Okay. Yes. Like, where do we, where do we even start? You were born and bred in LA and offline just now we were talking about like the LA exodus and you were like, no one cares about what celebrities have to say anymore, I, which is something I talk about on my show. Like, it's like my Bible as someone who was on the red carpets and in it, it's like yeah, they dug were. their own grave. What did you see as someone who was in LA and like the, the curtain being peeled peel back? Um, I just, I have like, one thing I would say, like, Hollywood is dead. Oh, that is dead, honey. Nashville's where yeah, it's at. It, Hollywood is dead, and it's buried, and it's six feet under. Will they resurrect? Maybe one day but it why will do you be think? what it is. Because I just feel like the truth was revealed. Which is? A lot of, a lot of truth. And what is the truth? Truth can be a lot of. Oh, you're so sweet. See, Thank Brittany. You. I'm sorry. See, okay. what, did that just not? Oh my, come back. Do you know who that is? Come back, my love. I don't know. I just think. Oh. The, Go ahead. The celebrities and all that, like, it's just, it's trash. It's trash. It's fake. It's not genuine. Um, they don't care about you. They only cared about themselves. They have all the money, all the power. Like, that whole COVID thing, all the, I mean, if you just look at L.A. and the homeless alone, they have, that state has so, makes so much in taxes, you guys. It's ridiculous. They have all the money to completely clean L.A. up, but they don't. It's funny. I was actually just having a conversation with a bartender here working this about the homelessness tonight, and I said the exact same thing. Sis, it's like, they don't clean it up. It's gotten out of control. Since COVID, it's gotten so bad, and I just can't be behind, like, these celebrities, like, yeah, like, Okay, some of them, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a cute outfit, or I like I like her makeup or her hairstyle, but, like, I do not look at them the same, and I never will, and I hope the, the people of our generation, like, we've become the influencers, we've become, you and I, people of Instagram, people of TikTok, it's like, when you look for an outfit or an inspo, where do you go? Do you check your e-magazine? Or- but when I become the next uh, Bill Maher, Oprah, you will you do my makeup, please? It's okay. here on the camera, so. I'm going to announce in front of everyone, I would love to do <laughs> your makeup. Like, please let me. It'd be an honor. I'd be honored. I truly would be honored. 
All right, lovers, welcome back to my kitchen. I hope that you enjoyed um, my time with you all, with these peeps on the ground at Blended Fest Nashville. Had some interesting things to say, wouldn't you think? And I would also say that, you know, it's going to be, like I said, very interesting to see how all of this continues to play out when it comes to like the clash and ideology, the old school, the new school, the traditionalists, the woke progressives, like all of it, you know, again, country music and then some in culture and cities um, in, you know, media. So let's hang on our hats. Yeehaw, you know, our cowboy hats perhaps. And be along for that rodeo. We will see. We will see how it goes. And thanks for coming along with me for the ride.